0: Greetings, oddballs. I'm Quest. And I'm Shay. And this is episode four of Odd Podcast.
1: Hello, guys. We are so excited to be back recording again, um, aren't we? Sure.
0: Yes. I can't. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy. It's like I'm home.
1: Yes. Like, we're we're so sorry that it's been a while since we've given you guys an episode. There's been a lot going on with us. I'm sure there's been a lot going on with you, uh, holidays and everything, and we've had a lot. A lot of personal drama go on, mm-hmm. but we're really happy to be back and we're excited about the episodes that we have coming up. We know that everybody is going to love them. Um, Happy freaking new year.
0: yeah Bye 2020. It's the day before New Year's Eve for us.
1: At all. It's right now. The day before. we we'll gonna like
0: have a party tomorrow. Pata pata pata. I think it is only right to celebrate the end of 2020, so
1: absolutely so we have a lot of resolutions not really we don't really do resolutions because you don't really stick to them anyway we usually wait until about halfway through the year Mm -hmm. and then we look back on all the things we could have done and then we try to do better for the rest of the year like I think that's usually my go-to strategy
0: you know what my resolution was last year what number one travel more (laughs) number two lose weight <laughs> <laughs> Number three, <laughs> Seymour family. <laughs> Ooh, that's a terrible one. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty can suck it. I hate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, twenty twenty. All it's right,
1: big real.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's been real crappy. Yep. Um. So let's just jump into this episode.
1: Yeah, let's do it. It's been about
0: a month since we've recorded.
1: We would love to hear from you guys about what kind of merch you would like to see in the future because we definitely want to have merch. We've already Um, had some requests. (laughs) We've had a few requests and we're really excited about them. If you don't know what merch means, for our mother, merch means merchandise. Um, Yeah, so we might make some t-shirts, we might make mugs. We have a great hookup with a sweet young lady from our hometown it's actually Shay's best friend in the whole Wiggity world. Hala, yeah, and she made us some decals for our vehicle that just say Off Podcast. So we um, we're gonna have her do some decals for us in the future. So give us some requests on what you'd like to see, what you'd like to have for bumper stickers, decals, t-shirts, all that good stuff. Um, send us an email, send us a message on our Instagram account, all that stuff. We would love to hear it. So anyway, onto the episode. Yes. Um, this week it is. Shay's episode and I'm so excited to hear this story guys.
0: It is a true crime episode. I thought it was time that we moved past all the gruesome like spooky stories about aliens and Mothmen. I think it's time for some real life stuff. So this week's episode is about Mamie Thurman. I'm just going to dive right in. Dive in. All right. Mamie Morrison, later known as Thurman, Mm -hmm. was born September 12th 1900 almost my birthday in bradsfordville kentucky that's where she met her husband jack thurman in 1924 they moved to logan west virginia and rented an apartment over a garage this apartment was just a cute little two-bedroom one-bath apartment Uh Um, and it was in the backyard of harry and louise robertson's home and they lived there for about eight years Robertson worked for the National Bank of Logan and was the treasurer of the Logan Public Library. And his wife, Louise, was treasurer of the Logan Women's Club, and both were very active in their church. So, a very well-known, very prominent, prestigious family. Mm. That's who the landlords were for I movie. want to
1: be the leader of a women's club. That sounds marvelous. I
0: don't know. Comes, How about
1: it an it oddball is. lady club?
0: I'm down. See? All I right. told you. So, um, thanks to Robertson, Jack, Mamie's husband. All right. Thanks to Harry Robertson, their landlord, Jack, Mamie's husband, was able to get a job as a Logan City patrolman. Ooh. And he had the graveyard shift. So, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Oh. Yeah. Spoon, so, spoon. And he had this job for, like, eight years, like, the whole time that they were there. They had that same shift, everything.
1: You really got to be a special type of person to work a night shift job.
0: Yeah. And, and to love it.
1: Yeah, and to, like, to love it. Yeah, exactly, because I, I'm not built for that.
0: Mm-hmm. No. No, thank you. So Mamie was known to most folks and to her husband as a really good wife, a really sweet person, and someone who was active in her church. However, those who knew her best were the ones who she saw at night. Ooh. While her husband was on patrol, mm-hmm. she was known to be a frequent visitor to the local clubs at night. And this was during the Prohibition. So there was no drinking allowed.
1: I was like, clubs in Logan County, West Virginia?
0: This is the, you gotta remember, this is way back in the day. In the 1900s? That's yeah. wild. Yeah, 1900s. So, yeah, but all the clubs were secret. So they were hidden up in these like apartments above the stores oh, and, and cool. stuff like that. That's yeah. So it's, cool. It's kind of creepy, right? It's kind of like Goodfellas vibe. You know? Yeah. Goodfellas. Um, so during, at these clubs, it would just be a lot of drinking. Um illicit sex and gambling. So that's illicit sex. that is what was happening.
1: All right. <laughs> Sounds like our house on Thursday night. <laughs> oh jeez.
0: Hey, yeah. it's Thursday. Oh my gosh, it is Thursday.
1: Oh gosh, mm. go lock the door. I've just been caught in a lie. Go lock the
0: door. He said. <laughs> They're barging in.
1: <laughs> Hardly.
0: <laughs> All right. So um Okay, so back at the Robertson household and everything, a whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, also living in the Robertson's actual home mm-hmm. in the attic was a 38-year-old black man named Clarence Stevenson. He was a handyman for the Robertson family and his primary job was taking care of Mr. Robertson's dogs that he used for hunting. Oh. So, that's what he was mainly supposed to do. Basically just a normal like Kind of do-everything guy. Go-to guy for Mr. Robertson. I got you. That's cool. <clears throat> so, I want you to keep that in mind. All right. Got it. Everything I told you, keep it in mind. So, okay. here we go. Here's the day. I'm ready. On June 21st, 1932, Mamie left her apartment around 7 p.m. with the woman who delivered her laundry earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of them went down to a store where Mamie was trying to obtain some money to pay the woman back for her services. Mamie was then seen around 9 p.m. on that same day. Walking near the theater in Logan. This was the very last time anyone ever saw her alive. The following day, June 22nd, around 2 p.m., a young man by the name of Garland Davis was out and about walking near his residence in the woods on uh, 22 Mountain Road on Trace Mountain. And this road had been named from the Island Creek Coal Company, number 22 mine operation. I know that's a big, long name. Yeah, oh, wow. But um, this was closed down at the time. Okay. But that's what the road was named after. Now, Mr. Davis was just picking blackberries, enjoying the day. Aww. I know it sounds so wholesome. And I cute. love this. It. Um, when he came across a very gruesome sight. So not cute. Uh-oh. So you see, Garland was unable to speak or hear anything. Oh. Yeah, that's he had uh had those disabilities. And on this day, I'm pretty sure he would have wished himself to be blind as well. Oof. Because laying in the woods in front of him was a mutilated corpse of Mrs. Mamie Thurman.
1: Oh, shoot.
0: Yeah. Now, this next part is a bit of a trigger warning for people who don't want to hear about the gruesome details. Trigger Um, warning! Yeah, just, it's a trigger warning. It's pretty rough. So, Mamie had been shot twice with 38 caliber pistol, both entering the left side of her head and exiting the skull. Now, the bullets were never recovered. And there were powder burns covering her face and her ear. Hmm. Um, According to the Charleston Daily Mail, her throat had been slashed from ear to ear, severing the trachea, the carotid artery, and the jugular vein. Whoa. Um, Her neck was also broken at the second cervical vertebrae, and there was some bruising above her right eye as well. Um, and then uh, by the end of it, there was very little amount of blood left in her body. Um, now, the cause of death was the gunshot wounds. Um, so that happened before her throat was slit. Mm-hmm. <clears> throat> and her body had been sitting in the heavy rain for several hours. And they know this because it resulted in her underwear being stained blue from her polka dot dress that she was wearing. Oh. Yeah. and uh, That's sad. It is. And uh, those it's- details are... To me, they're important to put in because it kind of, you know, humanizes it, it, the I person. I was just going
1: to say, it, like, humanizes her. Right.
0: Um, now, her hat, which also matched her dress. Oh, bless her. I know. Um, was found 50 feet from her body with a bullet hole through it. Mm. Her purse was found with $8 and a pack of cigarettes mm-hmm. along with one of her shoes. According to the court record, she still was wearing two rings which rolled out robbery altogether. Yeah. But to me that's obvious because this is clearly a crime of passion.
1: And it's nineteen thirty-two. <clears throat> like mm-hmm. in nineteen thirty-two, even eight dollars was
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty good money. That's
1: okay. Like it's it's enough money that if you're gonna kill somebody for their money that you're gonna be like, oh, Well, okay, at least I got this.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we just looked it up and a gallon of milk, what did you say was twenty six? Yeah, a gallon of milk
1: in nineteen thirty, it says it was twenty. Twenty six cents.
0: Yeah.
1: So there you go. Yeah, I mean, definitely worth it. Yeah, that translates for sure.
0: Um. Okay. So after the body was found and the police were investigating, the first suspect of is of course her husband Jack. Always. It's the always the husband. Yeah. Always the first suspect. Um. But he was quickly ruled out because he had an alibi. Because that's when he was patrolling.
1: I want to hear some more information about what exactly he was doing and how they know for a fact that he was busy. And-
0: exactly. But you know what. There's nothing. Shut up. There's no details about what he was doing, like why they knew. I'm sure they had some people vouch for him. Jack, you creepy mother effer. Never know. But just hang in there. Okay. But there was an arrest that day. There was an arrest. For her murder? Yes. Oh. Mr. Robinson, the landlord, and Clarence Stevenson, the handyman. Um, And they arrested them after they found bloodstains. In Mr. Robertson's car and his home. Ooh. So, not looking good there, friend.
1: What you doing there? (laughs) It's the landlord this time.
0: So, we are going to get some more information about this and, like, why this makes sense. All right. So, during the interrogation, Mr. Robertson confessed that he had been having an affair with Mamie for the past two years. What? Yeah. Holy Moses. And apparently... Clarence Stevenson, his handyman, yeah. would he knew about it. So he would arrange things for them. Wow. He would say, um, Mr. Robinson's going to go away to go hunting to his wife, you know, to Louise. And then they would have a little rendezvous. So Stevenson knew about the it. The handyman was also the wingman. Exactly. Wow. So there's that. Uh, however, he, of course, denied anything to do with her death. Mm -hmm. He also stated that Mamie was um, seeing at least 16 other men in town. (laughs) I get it. And they were all very prominent figures as well. Oh, no. So you've got, I mean, 16 different guys. That is a lot of guys that you'd have to interview. Wait a minute. They're all prominent figures? Most of them are, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mamie. So, I mean, because she was going to those clubs. And I'm sure a lot of prominent figures were going to those clubs because,
1: you know.
0: Everyone That's why has you secrets. need to make
1: sure that somebody knows some some other fellow female needs to know what you're doing so they can watch your back.
0: Absolutely. So, in my opinion, I think he was just saying this to distract the police, mm. kind of throw them off on a little rabbit trail. Um, but when it was all over, Robertson was not indicted. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Clarence Stevenson was. He was charged. It was really sort of a To Kill a Mockingbird kind of situation. Mm. Um, the entire community believed Stevenson was innocent. And they even gathered donations at churches and events to pay for his appeal. Oh, um, but ultimately it was denied. The judge was like, "No, you don't get an appeal. <sighs> You're done." So he was sent to Moundsville Prison, where he later died from stomach cancer. Oh, yeah. Um. So while in prison, he did confess that he had helped dump her body, uh-huh. but he did not kill her. He was adamant he's like i did not kill that woman i dumped her but i did not kill her and when they're like you know who, who did it and he's like it's just politics Ooh, that's all he said oh it's just politics nice word drop yeah oh. so he would never say who it was so now at this point i want to talk about theories
1: Okay, I'm ready. Um, There's
0: a lot of different theories out there. I didn't put all of them in here because there's a lot. Wow. But these are the main ones I found. And I'm going to put the sources in the show notes as well. So you can look at those. George Morrison Jr., which is Mamie's half-brother, suggested that Mamie may have had an illegal abortion that was botched. And that the bullets and the other injuries may have been a ruse to cover it up. And that Stevenson could have gotten rid of Mamie's body for the doctor. Oh, <clears throat> so if you're seeing 16 other men, you're trying to keep it from your husband. I mean, obviously, abortion was not legal back then. Clearly. um, But this was just I mean, this is a very, very good theory. Very interesting. But there is no proof. And I'll I'll explain why there's no proof of that later. OK, so <clears throat> and many people believe it was her husband, Jack. Uh huh. Um, and because during the investigation, he claimed he had no knowledge. She was having an affair. But that doesn't sit right with me because all these years he's been going on patrol. He's mm-hmm. patrolling Logan. She's going out. He's get she's getting home. And then Jack's coming home and like, obviously she's going to be tired, probably sleeping through the day. Well, and he's got to be at least maybe not
1: running into her when she's out and mm-hmm. he's patrolling, but at least maybe at one point notices her like going in somewhere, coming out mm-hmm. somewhere. That's exactly like what that. I
0: was thinking. Yeah, too. Yeah. So, I mean, unless she was just really, really careful when she had a lot of lookouts or something like that, but yeah. it just doesn't sit right with me. No. He definitely knew something. Um, there's also, of course, the other 16 men that were on that list that Mr. Robinson gave and the many jealous wives that come with it. So there is that. Um <clears throat> now her brother George, who I talked about earlier, returned fifty years after her death to place a proper headstone on her grave in Bradsfordville, Kentucky. However, he couldn't find it. He looked everywhere for it, Bradsfordville, couldn't find her grave anywhere. Whoa. Now so he went to the courthouse and it said that it was at Logan Memorial Park in McConnell, which mm-hmm. is, you know, in Logan. Right. Um so he's like, all right. So he took a trip to Logan. He never found the grave in Logan either. It was never found. Wait, what? Th- yeah, the grave is it's gone, um, and to this day they've never found her grave. That kind of amps up George's theory about the botched abortion, abortion because yeah. they could dig her body up and look at her, and get it reexamined. I mean, I know of course it's years and years later, but still, you know.
1: I mean, I have my own theory about this. So. It just really sounds to me like she was involved with these political figures, maybe, and he you know, like Steven said, it's political. So I think maybe maybe one of those politicians had knocked her up, got her pregnant, and they were and she maybe she said, you know, I'm going to keep this baby, or something because I mean, not a lot of women back in the 1930s were okay with abortion, mm-hmm. so maybe she decides she's going to keep this baby. And they said, okay, fine. And then they had her killed.
0: Yeah. That's and, very, that's a very, very good theory.
1: And then they, they got rid of her body because just like you said, with the botched abortion theory, mm-hmm. so there wouldn't be any evidence later on. And
0: exactly. I don't know. That
1: sounds, that sounds bad. I am feel bad for Mamie.
0: Me too. So now, you know, now that I've told you everything that happened with her, I mean, that's the way it is today. There's no other information. There's no other investigation done. I mean, they say they're still investigating, but it's like, what, nearly 100 years later? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's not much they're going to be able to find. It's going to be cold, I'd say. Um, Now I'm going to go to a little spook factor at the end of this. So now because of this, the local legend is that you can hear the screams of Mamie Thurman throughout the hills of Holden 22 Mountain. um, And that she stalks. The twenty-two mine road. Um. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I think that would be so creepy. Get ready,
1: folks, because if we do that, we are either going to do an Instagram live, or are going to do a Facebook live, or Something. we'll just record it and post it because that sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. And like the whole theory is that she's going to be haunting that area until the truth is revealed about what her what happened to her. Oh, I love those kind of legends. Me too. Um. And there's a lot of stories about that, on, especially on YouTube and stuff like that. Like, there's really? a lot of encounters and stuff that, that goes on. Of course, all amateur work. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's the story of Mamie Thurman. Rest wow. in peace.
1: R.I.P. Mamie. Because, like, girl, we know you did a little bit of nefarious activities. But you know what? Nobody deserves to be shot in the head twice, throat slit, punched in the eyeball. Neck like, broke. Neck broke. Yeah, I forgot about the neck broke thing. Yeah gosh it's awful it's horrible i don't know jack i feel like jack's
0: jack's pretty suspicious he's a little spish but a little sus um <laughs> you said spish yeah, i, I kind of like that better than sus i kind of do too <clears throat> um well, i um, hope that you um hope that you like this this
1: episode i love when Shay does episodes i really always like her true crime stuff i love hearing true crime
0: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to Quest's next episode. I am very excited about it. Do you know what it is yet? No. I don't know what
1: it is, but I know it's exciting.
0: No, I'm also going to put this out there and as kind of a New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. I'll put this out in the 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 universe. In the universe. So maybe it actually happened. Okay. But we are going to buckle down and we are going to put out Regular episodes weekly.
1: Yes. Every single week we're going to do an episode. We're going to be recording uh, next week. We're going to be recording in the middle of the week and we're going to have the next episode out by the weekend. That's the plan. Um, Be sure if you're not already follow our Instagram page at Tizod podcast. Check out the Facebook page. It's also Tizod podcast and you can send us an email uh, tizodpodcast at gmail.com and we um, really hope that you're enjoying the episodes we hope that you like us because if you don't then we're just gonna just give up on life <laughs> maybe not maybe we'll still hang around but anyway I'm on <laughs> <laughs> took me a minute to be like what <laughs> um, happy new year happy new year and for now we're gonna say audio audio